Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 325. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get to today. Uh, Tony, let's uh, discuss your cousin's <laughs> birthday party. Yeah, so on a Saturday, I went to uh, my cousin's twin boy's first birthday party. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I don't know if you guys have been to any young kids' birthday parties recent, but it's one of those things where I'm also around a bunch of, you know, family, like people I haven't, some people I haven't seen in a while and stuff like that. And this party started at 11 o'clock and a party like this is only for a couple hours because these kids take a nap at like two o'clock or something like that. So party doesn't go on for too long, but like the one thing I was like kind of debating when I first got there, which... And obviously anybody that knows me knows I'm not like this, but it was like, kind of took me a little bit to like finally crack open my first drink. Cause I almost felt a little, am I going to be judged here? Like around some family members that I'm, uh, cracking a, a white claw at 11 15 in the morning at a one-year-old birthday party. Was no one else drinking? No, there were like, there was, uh, it was like mixed. It was like some people, but it was like, I was kind of waiting to see if it was like the people, I think what really threw me off is my dad wasn't drinking and my dad is a big drinker. He loves his Coors Lights, but he's also been very, very, very big and he won't have a sip of anything and drive by any means, even if it's like to the grocery store that's a mile away. He's just always been like that. I So I don't know where I learned it from because <laughs> I made my mistake when I was 24 and it's, you know. But anyway, that's nor here nor there. And uh, so anyway, I was just kind of thinking like, I mean, you guys are in that situation. Do you just dive into some beers or do you kind of wait it out a little bit or do you... Well- I've, drink? I've never found myself in a situation like that where it's like, oh, these three people are having a drink, but, you know, 60 or let's say 75% of the other people are not touching any and booze, but instead having, you know, a, just a orange juice. Like water. Usually yeah. there's plenty of people uh, going hard in the paint. Doesn't matter what time it is. A birthday is kind of like being at an airport, I think, for, uh, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter the time. Uh, if it's a birthday party, let loose. Um, my nephew's, I mean, he's almost, I think almost nine, but his first birthday party, obviously it was a while ago. It's probably in the, you know, late morning kind of a thing as well. I remember yeah. they had a petting zoo. Um, and I'm pretty sure they had plenty of booze at, you know, cool, uh, like coolers filled all around the property. Uh, wouldn't have surprised. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing I should note is that, uh, it wasn't like I had to like bring my own or anything like that. I mean, there was coolers of <laughs> You're beer sneaking, and then, uh, rips off a it was, flask, <laughs> but this was actually kind of funny because then they had like, you know, my cousin had like bowls out that had ice in them with, you know, certain drinks. So it, it was toy story themed and where the white claws were, it was labeled the claw, which is obviously oh. from the movie toy story, the claw machine. So I was like, okay, it would be rude not to have somebody. Yeah. She put in all this hard work <laughs> to put in. But no, I was just kind of funny because uh, here's another thing I should notice. It's mixed family. So like my I'm related to this cousin on my mom's side where her mom and my mom are sisters and her mom is divorced from her dad. But her dad also grew up with my dad. So they were always good friends. And so that side the, likes to party while my cousin's mom there. They don't really like 
drink too much, like they'd be the ones of anybody that would kind of be like, oh, an 11 a.m. beer, huh? While the other side would be like, is that only your first? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It was just also one of those situations where I, I, I don't know. I, I probably sure was overthinking it, but it was a good time. I mean, I ended up staying till about three o'clock. Was that a Definitely sound effect having... or was that real? Because that's just too, too well, fitting was... for this uh, certain subject. Oh, that was, that was real. And you know what, Sean? Oh. There's another real one, too. Both of those were by me, by the oh, way. Oh, hats off, Tony. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not. Uh, it's, the, the birthday is over in here. There's no birthday party going on right now. I've got a note about this summer adventure lager from Samuel Adams. In what universe did you think this was fall flavored? Because I, I tasted the the fruit like immediately. I was just, so maybe it's the colors. The colors threw yeah, you off. Yeah, I was getting a pumpkin ale out of it. You know what's weird is for some weird reason today when uh, when we were in the kitchen before uh, you know pre recording, I uh, I had a weird feel that I was like kind of feels like it was like early October or something. You know I don't know why. Maybe I was weird. just hoping it was. But you know what? We are in, instead we are in, I guess you can consider this now late May, right? When you're at the 23rd, 24th, yeah, when you're I listening? Yeah, I would say so. Out a week to I mean, go. When does mid-May end? When does the mid part of the month? Well, there's like 30 days in a month, so there's three thirds, yeah. right? Is that how so it works? So there's a beginning oh, 10, third, 20, a mid-third, wow. and an end oh, yeah, third? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. All right, then yeah, we are at the end of May. Good for us. But uh, actually, and speaking of that too, that Memorial, to anything yeah, Memorial Day weekend coming up. Yeah, that's a, that's relevant. Yeah, that's basically the start of and summer right it. there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, so right. about the uh, the kids' birthday thing though. I think a lot of the times the the party is for the parents. Yeah, the kids not going to remember a lick of that. They want to drink. They know yeah. they're not supposed to drink at things. But if they're hosting the party, they're like, no, that's a good point. And they were I hosting the party. Now. It was at her house. Yeah. And she's my age. She's a year older than me. Also, really quickly, I wanted to note, because this happened to me on the way over, driving over here, that I just wanted to rant about really quick, if I may. I don't know if you got this irritates you guys. I mean, I'm, I don't know. But anyway, I was on my way here, and I'm driving, and I got, I was in that kind of no man's land where I was probably about a mile, mile and a half away from being here. And I was behind this person. I'm in the right lane, because I was going to eventually make a right. And it was one of those things where, you know, it's busy time-ish. It was like 4.30. So the lanes next to me are kind of like a little bit more congested. And there was these two big like construction trucks that were in the middle lane. And I'm behind this woman in the right lane and I'm, I'm going 40, the speed limit's 45 and I'm almost tailgating her because she's going so slow. And it got to the point too, where she's turning and she's about 50 feet away from a green light and she's braking and there's nobody within anybody in front of her. And it was one of those things where I was just so irritated, but I like couldn't get around her because of the construction trucks there, which she was like going just, so I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm almost there. I'm just going to be patient. And then thankfully, once the, the right lane turned into another right lane where I was able to go over, she puts her blinker on and changes lanes to the lane next to us, to the left of us. And all I thought to myself was that couldn't have fucking happened two minutes ago. And I'm sure that this is just me having no patience on the road, I guess, and maybe I should work on that as myself, but I'm just saying something like that. I just, is just ironic where it's just like, I was behind this person for so long and they're going dangerously slow, to be honest. I mean, she was probably going under 40 or about 40. And uh, so she's going five to 10 below the speed limit. And then the moment I'm able to pass her, she decides to get over to a lane that I wish she just would have gotten over in earlier. So I don't know if you guys have ever experienced any, dis anything like that on the road, but it's just, I just looked at it and I was just like, you know what, whatever. Yeah. I mean, no one should, 
especially in like certain cities, it seems like it's worse. Uh, but most people shouldn't be on the road anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, I agree. And I know Sean has come here a couple times where he's been like, this place sucks, <laughs> like with driving. Yeah, they're very smart people, but very dumb in their cars. And it, yeah. it is like a, well, I don't know, something in the water maybe or something. Like, I don't know. It could be. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. But uh, anyway, all righty. Well, those, those are my uh, rants. Thanks for letting I me. I filter the water here. So there have, you go. A, have the stage here for a Very moment. Good, Tony. All right. Yeah, we're all well, safe. we have another game to play. This one was a little harder to put together. So I'll explain it pretty quickly here. Um, celebrity owned brands. Now, the vast majority of them are cosmetic. Or alcohol. So I try to kind of sift through and yes. not really have too many of those. Um, so we have a few that are beyond that. And we'll do a couple of examples. So like Kim Kardashian. Russell Westbrook, Hyundai. Yeah. Um, no. Kim Kardashian, obviously, is that Skims brand, which I think is a fairly new and pretty well-known company. And you have Clooney has Casamigos. So... Um, Another booze brand, like I said, so that's pretty much everything is, and I, I, I include clothing with cosmetics because it's basically very easy to make. So uh, what do you guys think Ryan Reynolds has? And they can have multiple. They can have one. Yeah. He has multiple, yeah. He, of course, has Mint Mobile, a telephone mobile company. Um. Avion gin or something, right? That's what it is. I was gonna say I knew he had an alcohol. Is. I thought, and then um, a soccer team. Oh, um, fuck! It's uh, I just saw that the other day, like Wrexham or something, right? Is that for the soccer team? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right, so Sean? I didn't include a sporting team, but it's aviation <laughs> gin, not Avion. Oh, that's something yeah, else, though. Avion is, right. I think a rapper owns that one, like Puff Daddy or something. Okay. Um, but again, yeah, the only reason we put him in there was for Mint Mobile, which I also think he sold to like T-Mobile or something for you know yeah, a billion so. dollars or something. Yeah. All right, now this one might be easy. F- so Andy yeah. and I did extra credit there. Might huh? be easy <laughs> for you guys. I had no idea this was a real thing. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What does he own? Wahlburgers? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think he really owns it. I think it's his brothers that own it. I thought that was a TV show. Because it's his name. I bet he he, likes running the money for stuff. Yeah, it was a reality show, but but his brothers run it. I didn't know it was a burger place. I had no idea why. I had never seen Wahlburgers. I had heard of it, but I just thought that's. They called each other from Massachusetts or something. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me. All right, well, uh, you guys are doing pretty well. This is the last one I had. Honestly, like I said, every one of these people owns a booze, a fragrance, or a clothing line. And that's kind of boring. Hugh Jackman. What would he own? The only thing I could guess, for whatever reason, that came to my head first was like a cologne, maybe, or something. I I, I try to sift those Uh, out, though, Tony. (laughs) Okay. Hugh Jackman. Bed sheets. Andy, how did you know? No. Um, I don't think anyone would have gotten this. <laughs> Laughing Man Coffee. I've never okay, heard of that's it. That's cool, yeah. What is supposed to happen when you drink it? You just laugh. He's laughing because he's selling it. Yeah. He's the Laughing Man. Why is he the Laughing Man? I don't know. 
But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, if you guys know of any brands that are owned by other people that, you know, obviously if you want to name some of the booze ones or any of those, we, we can as well. But I think those are a lot more common and uh, more known. Yeah. I, th- I think the big thing is really more like labels that people own, like within a like company. What? They do that shit. Like music record labels will have like, well, this guy owns this one. That happens quite frequently. Or like, say, clothing. They don't own the clothing brand, but they have their like collection or whatever. That's a common thing. That just sounds, it um, sounds too many. You're putting me on though, the spot. To, like, you know? Do. Yeah. Um, like, um, what's the, uh, Sofia Vergara on Modern Family? She owns like millions of dollars worth of like brands and oh, shit or wow. something, because she like made like, and it's like you never it's it's similar to like the alcohol thing you never yeah, like you make your, your own it. shit it's just like uh, you put your name on something. Littlest Card- Jenner the uh, Kylie, she's like a billionaire from yeah perfumes I think, crazy, yeah and her yeah, makeup, makeup I and think. perfumes it's it's absolutely out of this world. Um, yeah, no. If I, I, God should have made me a really hot chick. There you go. <laughs> what? Because I could have made a lot of money being oh. a hot chick. All sorts of things you can do. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, it wasn't the best game, but uh, that was kind of fun. Uh, Still fun. I, I, I just think we might have known a little bit more about your yeah. game than you did. <laughs> no, I'm joking. The Ryan Reynolds, Andy, he's still going. I think the I think the <laughs> other way around is a better what? game. Who owns the brand? Who like you name it and then you guess who owns it? Probably. Yeah. But also, I th- I don't know. I, like I said, I'm, <laughs> it's if I just did the booze ones. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you would give it away. Um, I think it'll be fun. Maybe the games are always fun though, regardless. I mean, it's fun no, adding a little, sure. I, little I'm spice try to, to the, interpret more of these into uh, pods, and maybe we'll come back to it that way. I remember one of the. I remember a funny game I a fun game I heard one time while listening to a horror movie podcast was that they uh compared uh uh horror movies to who had more kills so that it would be like Chucky compared to Michael Myers and you'd be like oh shit like who actually has who has more kills so that was stuff like that was actually kind of kind of fun Chucky has a lot more kills than I I would have, I would have just assumed Mike Myers I I haven't seen the, Yeah Mike yeah, Myers okay uh, the, the Canadian on know, the set of Austin Powers of killed chops. a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know how, how many Chucky movies have I even seen. I'm gonna go over under on one. Does I'm just saying, so I don't know. I don't know how many people they, he kills. They, in they movie. count the movies. How yeah. fast can he move? He, he's like a so turtle. Probably right here. He's a doll. He's small. He legs. sets up okay, traps. So Macaulay Culkin. Okay, wait, what? It's kind of like, I don't know, like uh, a terrorist is, has a lot more dead people than a serial killer. I think it depends. The Golden yeah. State Killer eat a lot of people. So this says, okay, really quick, I looked it up. Who do you think has the most kills as a horror? Between Chucky and Mike Myers? Person. No, between the, like, the main, like all like the like the main horror movies just you got to think of franchises obviously like stuff that's been Jason. around a while uh, if Jason's John Wick is on the list two. I'm putting him up there because he's probably killed like 5,000 people yeah. uh, no these are horror horror people <laughs> so Jason's got 163 plus victims yeah, that's pretty good but there's one that has well every Chainsaw that. Massacre movie he kills like 12 people 
Yeah, no, there's only like no. two people in it. Yeah, no, they, I don't even think he's not even top. Darth um, Vader. I, I mean, this is just like the big five movies or like brands. Like the eh, there's some in there. It's the, it's the, it's a lot of them are like the main. Can you guys, name guess, some of the of, movie options? I mean, this guy that's what the hell is the, the devil? The actual devil. That's not a movie though. House yeah, of a thousand all corpses kinds of and movies must and have a thousand corpses. I feel like only Andy would get this. It didn't. It didn't know. It was just Chris Hardwick. Because I, I haven't even seen these any of these franchises, any of these movies. But it's popular. A leprechaun. Andy talked about it in a, like back in like he watched one of the recent movies of this a few Not the leprechaun? months back. Jeepers Creepers. No, but I mean it's a it's a horror movie. I mean, Jeepers Creepers guy killed like a whole busload of kids that one movie. Yeah, how many kids are on a bus, though? This guy killed 30. 321 plus. In one thing. He's got the franchise. So there's multiple episodes, multiple movies. Freddy Krueger. No, Freddy Krueger was Pennywise, like... Pennywise the Clown. Okay. Are you even trying anymore? <laughs> Probably in history, we don't know how many he killed. That's true, actually. I don't know. Uh, All right. I need some... Movies, so I can like I think I haven't can't, seen like, a lot of scary. What year did the first time. week come out? I don't know. I can't give like I can give you. I can the look devil. tell you that really quick. I'm stuck on the devil still. Okay, I don't know why. Jeez, you keep Andy. The, devil. No. the first movie came out in 1987. Uh, that's like I know Andy's drive. close. His mind's ticking around, and it's yeah. finally gonna land on it. That's later than I would have thought. Uh this is killing me. We've already said most of the big ones. Well, I know that's the thing is it's like it's a, it's a he's a popular horror. He's more I would say he's more popular based on how he looks. Pinhead. Yep. It's a from Hellraiser. How did he kill that many people? Uh, I don't know. It's a, I've never seen him, but it says he's killed you know three hundred twenty-one plus. Yeah, in the but third that one, that includes all his henchmen. <laughs> yeah, in the third one, they like go into a nightclub and like kill everyone. So maybe that that counts. <laughs> and then hey, yeah, I've never even seen that movie all the way through. Yeah, I've only seen the first three and then the new one that came out this year. Like I said, it's just so weird. Like they were like European. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, well, it's British, yeah. not European, but I don't know. They just if like I would have said he was like played a, by a Doug disco. Bradley, would that have helped you? Mm-hmm. Okay, but no, Andy got it. Yeah, I knew he would well eventually. Done. Just a couple hints away, but yeah, stuff like that's fun. So what do we? Uh, All right, should we move on to some Star Wars? <laughs> Let's. Uh, the Andy, Star Wars. Andy already talked about Darth Vader. Yeah, that's why I said it because <laughs> I'm staring teaser. right at the list. Uh, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is closing after less than two years of being open. Is that at Disneyland? It is at uh, in Florida, World. I believe. Okay. A very um, expensive Star Wars themed hotel. Yeah, uh, a Star oh, Wars summer. experience. Isn't the cheapest room like forty five hundred bucks? I think I saw what someone goes on like, these rooms. Like, do they co- are they dressed at the hotels? The characters? Yes. So oh, the entire time you're there. It's supposed There's to be like you're in space. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. But the problem is the hotel is shitty. and People, when they spend a lot of money, <laughs> want to yeah. get a nice hotel. Uh, I believe it's underground, and they like paint like a fake window on there, so it's like you're in space. But again, you're underground, and you know you're underground the entire time. Um, and it's just not like, it's not nice. You're not going out to the That's pool. Weird, you're not weird. getting pina coladas. Uh, How can so you go to kinda, the pool when you're in space, Andy? Exactly. But they have space pools probably on on things like that in the Star Wars universe. I don't know. But it just it, it did not create a nice luxury um hotel vacation atmosphere. Um but maybe it was great for people who wanted to um do like um from role models, you know the people that did the 
the sword fights. Yeah, and I shit. just imagine like that's probably. But the those people don't have money. <laughs> yes and no. We could have those tech nerds. Like we're gonna have our company retreat at this place, but you have to dress in the garb. Well, that's uh, similar. Like Joe just went to a Renaissance thing, Renaissance fair. I feel like that's similar to like that's that are all dressed the same. Joe would pay five five grand to do a Star Wars thing. No, 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 exactly. And yeah, you have to fly there, and then presumably you're gonna be going to the park as well while you're there. So I mean, you're into like twenty thousand dollars. Seems ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it was a crazy idea for a very small market and way too expensive to do. Yeah, so I, I do agree with Andy that the market that really, really likes Star Wars, they're not people that are spending like that type of money. I feel like on that stuff. No, I'm picturing like a uh, comic book man. Yeah, like these are people that still work at like the Century would, Movie Theater or something. You would complain about it. worst um, hotel not, ever. <laughs> wouldn't be authentic. <laughs> yeah, in Empire Strikes Back. It, uh, <laughs> IG-88 was actually right-headed. And, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you're, what you're paying for is the actors dressing up. So, And it's not like it's fucking Mark Hamill there, okay? When you say actors. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, just cast members, I guess, is the, the better phrase. So Maybe the guy who played uh, Jar Jar is there. But. Yeah. I'm more interested in what they're going to turn it into from here fucking amazon warehouse <laughs> i don't know underground on the property yeah. of disneyland that's what they want yeah i guess you can get your they amazon packages people, delivered yeah, they to already have, in the park <laughs> they already have the barracks set up for the employees it's very nice yeah all right well uh disney plus and hulu they've got some problems uh they're they're going the way of some other streamers and they are removing content so famously warner brothers hbo max that company uh went ahead and uh not only canceled in production things or finished projects um but they removed a lot of stuff i think one of the more high profile ones was uh westworld which they canceled after four seasons and then just wiped it from their their service and sold it off to a uh like a paid like a not a, a free uh service with ads um well yeah so now disney's doing the same thing uh, i think probably the same strategy try to sell off some of that stuff they already made um and the goal here is basically don't pay any out any residuals so the way the way this works as long as it stays up there they might be paying like a few hundred grand to the production every year to have it on disney plus and they've decided eh, it's just not not worth it so uh, yeah. some of the things being removed uh, the jeff goldblum show which was one of the launch shows on disney plus never so saw disney it plus first came out yeah i never saw it but there was only like six things on disney plus and it was this yeah. jeff goldblum thing i maybe have turned uh, it on right at the start but i was like this yeah it's not for me yeah it's like something you have on at the airport like in the you know little uh bookstore that you don't really watch but you just like oh that's that show yeah well it looked like like bill nye but with less science and jeff goldblum more colorful shirts yeah yeah <laughs> Um, there's a John Stamos basketball show that was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I watched and an episode of that. Uh, that's getting removed. Um, some stuff on the Hulu side as well. So it's not just the Disney stuff, but like um, Pistol, a series that came out last year about the Sex Pistols, uh, directed by Danny Boyle. I, I enjoyed it. I don't. Th- I didn't think it was great, but uh, it's something. It was about something I was interested in, and it's uh, Danny Boyle is a big time film director. He, he's won Best Picture, and to just be like. Yeah, we're getting rid of your shit is kind of crazy. 
Um, that's just how it goes now. Um, maybe the biggest one is, or most surprising, is Willow, which was a big Disney Plus series big that aired last for you, fall. Huh, Andy? Yeah, so uh, it didn't do well, and it didn't look like they were going to make any more seasons of it. But the fact that they're getting rid of it like six months after it aired is kind of crazy. Like, I can understand the stuff of like, well, this is something that came out three years ago. No one's really watching it. We don't want to pay any more residuals, even if that's kind of like shitty to the people who made it. Um, I can kind of understand that business decision. But to do this for a show that's barely been out uh, is, is a little weird. But um, they've already backtracked on a couple things, including there's a documentary on Disney Plus about the uh, a guy who wrote a lot of the music for the 90s Disney movies, including The Little Mermaid. And they're like, hey, you guys just remade The Little Mermaid. It's coming out this week. And you're going to remove the documentary about the guy who wrote all the songs. Kind of a bad look. And they uh, they quickly actually were like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that one for now. Um, but this seems to be the way things are going to go is shows will get made for streamers. And after a while, they'll just be done with it. They'll be like, actually, we... We don't even want to pay the little bit of fee that's going to cost to keep it. Um, and that's kind of a, a bad future because you'll lose stuff forever. I think that one of the selling points of streaming services is like this vast library of older things you can always go back and check in on. But um, that might not be the what the future is going to be, that they'll just constantly be removing things. Woof. Pretty weird. Yeah, because I mean, you could look at that list right now and be like, "Oh, I don't care about any of those things." Yeah, I didn't notice something. I didn't notice anything in there that I was like, oh, "I should watch this before it's gone." I was like, "Yeah, I don't yeah. know what any of this stuff is." All right, uh, Vin Diesel—he's not going away. He was at the Laker game last night uh, with a bodyguard <laughs> behind him, so he's family. He's he's sticking around. Yeah. So in, in an interview about uh, his latest Fast and Furious movie. Uh, he said that he is looking forward to wrapping up the, the mainline franchise because then he could really get work done on all the spinoffs he has. Oh That's what's God. holding them back. So, um, yeah, <laughs> no, they need to finish out and then he can get, get started. Um, Fast and Furious already did have a spinoff with Hobbs and Shaw, but of course that was uh, his arch nemesis, The Rock, that was the star of that project. So um, he really wants to control the projects going forward. So Do they really not like each other? Uh, it may have been fake. Because yeah, uh, the rock comes from wrestling. I think it sells tickets. Yeah, um, mm. I think there is. I think there really is something where Vin Diesel's kind of crazy and doesn't like people being bigger than him and being a bigger star, like physically bigger. He doesn't like people. Yeah, he likes to pretend he's like six foot nine when he's really you know five foot six. Yep. I mean, he's, he's he's a muscular guy, but he's he's, he's not that. Big, really. I was very surprised. I recently learned uh, again, probably that the Rock is six foot five. I would, uh, I would just assumed he was like, yeah. oh, he's probably well, six. You got to remember, he 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 played football. Yeah, like, he, he was a defensive tackle. Yeah, he was for the Miami Hurricanes. I don't think I mean, about that though. I just think about he's a gigantic guy in Hollywood. Yeah. But yeah, so if you think uh, this franchise is is going to be over, it's not. Uh, there's all going kinds nowhere. Of so. Yeah. But it's going nowhere at 105 miles an hour. Also, sure. Sean, you can't be called the Rock at five foot seven. You know what I mean? In Hollywood, no, you I, can I because that's taller than 90 <laughs> percent of the people. Now, I do think this is a good this is a good place to uh, maybe catch back up with our little game last week. Oh Ooh, yeah, where we guessed the tomato score. You have it in front of you, Andy. And yeah. um, I won. I definitely won. You don't uh, have the I scores guessed from. 
I guess 55. What's this game called? I win. <laughs> what did it come in you with? I guess 55. Yeah, what was it? 54. Oh, so wow. I think I actually am owed at least $12 from Vindy's yeah. himself. For being so Tony, close. you got 47. Well, we like like, I got 39. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought we were all within like a few percent. So I was, I was only 7% off. You were 1% off though. So yeah. that does trump. I think seven. I was initially 29. So. Much better at thirty nine. Yeah, you don't you don't believe in these movies. No, I, I've never seen for that a lot of them. <laughs> you will be killed at some point. But everyone dies, Andy. Don't mm-hmm. live in fear. But not everyone dies at the hands of Vin Diesel. He's gonna kill people who haven't seen his movie. I've seen Boiler Room. Maybe he doesn't care. How many times have you seen The Chronicles never. of Riddick? Man, there's you got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I will see. The new Indiana Jones. I don't care what the French say. Well, I don't know if it was just the French, but it was the attendees of the French Film Festival. So uh, right now we got the, the Cannes Film Festival. And uh, Indiana Jones had a premiere there. Um, and we've had our first few reviews out. And right now it's not got the greatest Rotten Tomato score. And people are a little alarmed by this. But... Uh, but I think you have to remember that the reviewers that are probably at this festival, probably not the most friendly reviewers to a film like this. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't treat that as the final score. Um, but Disney, I think, was really thinking they had a huge hit on their hands, like a, a big critical success. And maybe that's not going to happen either. Um, if you know, I mean, it's not like I said, it's not these aren't fucking, you know, uh, Pierre. La Pierre or something that's uh, writing these reviews. These are like American publications putting these out. Um, yeah, well, if Indiana Jones fell in love with his cell phone, yeah. it'd get a better review. I don't care what these people say. They don't also hate all these comic book movies that mm-hmm. make a billion dollars an hour. So as long as it doesn't disappoint, it, it can't be any worse than the Shia LaBeouf one. I'm watching it, and I'm probably going to end yeah. up liking it one way, even if I but, if it's not that good. Now, that's not to say I'm not going to watch it multiple times. If it sucks and I don't mm-hmm. like it, I'm not going to watch it again. But if it's decent enough, I'll watch it in five more years. Yeah, and I think it'll, I think it'll still be a, a solid hit for him, and I think it'll be good. But just it might not be. It's not. It's not going to be Top Gun. So also, that, that's are the people are people upset? Go ahead. Are people upset with the de-aging thing? Yeah, I heard that's yeah, kind of hard. It's, to not, it's still not perfect, going. and I think the problem everyone has is uh, you can get the faces right, but the bodies aren't right. You know, they're still Harrison Ford is not going to move like he did thirty years ago. Um, yeah, when he was sixty-five. Um, but yeah, I think I think the comparison here is Top Gun um, was not. I don't think I think it had some showings at the festival last year, but was shown off to, to reviewers before um, and these same kind of reviewers all loved it. So it's, it, I think it's not going to be Top Gun Maverick, but that's, yeah, it's a high bar to climb, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's fighter jets. It's horsepower. It's fun. This movie is, you know, killing Nazis and it's the past. They, they have an old Jeep and it's going to break down a lot. And that's part of the charm. You have to drive away fast from a snake, and uh, you don't look into the eyes the of the ride. tomb. You're just—that's you, all you know. Is Disneyland. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I know all. I watched some of the Indiana Jones uh, movies on the 
No, the the movies on the plane over here yeah. from London. I, I I watch these every couple of yeah. years if I can. They're fun. All right, let's talk about yeah, Land this is, Man. This is news for you here. Um, I didn't know about this, but uh, there's another Taylor Sheridan thing coming out to Paramount. Um, oh, this yeah. one I don't think is tied to any Yellowstone's thing, but who, who knows? Maybe it is. Uh, Land Man starring Billy Bob Thornton. So this this is the, the template here. Is go find like a good actor who's not really in too many things anymore in their 60s and have them lead off your show. So, um, yeah, I'm into that. I love I love Billy Bob. I think this will yeah, be phenomenal. He's, he's, he's one of our, our best and just he's always interesting. You think he's going to yell at anyone saying he's on yeah. his fucking lunch break? <laughs> but, yeah, I haven't seen him in much i i look it said he was in the gray man and i'm like i don't really remember that and then i was like yeah i guess he was but yeah I think he, he was died, for like, like a couple minutes i think or something I right i remember but yeah um yeah I, i'd like to see him so no i'm into this this is oil money land texas i think he's a good he'll probably be a good fit for it it, it gives me there will be blood vibes and I'm excited. I watched a little bit of Sicario the other night. He he wrote that, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I mean, anything he has his hands on is usually pretty solid. Yeah, so I don't know when that's actually going to be due out, but uh, it's it's being made. And when I say it's being made, you know, there's, of course, the writer strike, so who knows. But Yeah, but he's his writer. <laughs> sure. Yeah, does he strike? Is he allowed to strike or, or the CBS Corporation... I don't think he's going to strike yeah. for himself. Those are the people that strike because they're collect. He is like he has yeah. his own network, basically. So I don't think it's in his best interest to strike. All right. Uh, let's talk about some trailers, including the creator. So the creator, I saw this trailer. It's coming. Uh, the movie's coming September 29th. Uh, it's the newest film from Gareth Edwards, who has not made a movie in quite a while. So he. He made uh, Star Wars Rogue One, but was maybe possibly fired before the movie was finished. And that's the last movie he he did. So that came out in 2016, so it's been quite a while. Uh, but before that, he made the Godzilla movie from 2014 with uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Taylor Johnson. And then uh, he made a movie called The Monster that I liked, a low-budget movie. Um, so I think he's a talented guy and hasn't, hasn't had anything in a while. But uh, this has got uh, John David Washington... Uh, big budget sci-fi movie it, it looks pretty interesting so uh I'm, I'm happy that it's an original story you know it's not based on anything it's not a star trek or a star wars or anything just just a, its own thing so i think that's pretty cool it yeah. looks interesting all right finally this trailer is out killers of the flag yeah so we finally got this uh the trailer just says coming in october to theaters and then later apple plus i'm not sure what the timing is going to be on that um, but yeah, just go watch this in the theaters. It, it's going to be huge. Um, pee beforehand because it's uh, three and a half hours. Um, maybe maybe not drink anything. Eat some salty foods. I don't know. Um, but yeah, just you could tell. I mean, they've been making this movie for two years. There's a lot of craft to it. it it's going to be great. Um, this also had a, a premiere already at the film festival and uh, did get good reviews from that crowd. So uh, no. John Lithgow, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, now you're just naming the the the, the B tier here, the supporting actors. But yeah, well, we already yeah, know Leo's the other doing guys. a voice. You know, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, I don't think we saw too much of him in the trailer there, but yeah. No, I yeah. don't feel like he's in it. Maybe even at all. Yeah. 
So, yeah, this will be fun. I I, uh, I hope this one's good. All right, and then uh, five night at <laughs> night, five nights at Freddy's. Yeah, so um, this is interesting because a couple years ago, a movie came out called Willie's Wonderland, and Nicolas Cage is hired to clean a Chuck E. Cheese-like restaurant overnight, and it turns out those animatronic animals are possessed and try to kill him. And a lot of people saw this and like, that is a ripoff of the video game Five Nights at Freddy's. And uh, so I think the people who made that game were like, oh, shit. They just stole our idea. We got to we gotta come back and make a movie. Uh, and they have. And it is coming out this fall, October 27th, just in time for Halloween. Uh, and it will be on Peacock and in theaters the same day. So um, that'll be nice. You can all enjoy it at home with a, with a group of people or at the theater with the group of people. And that'll um, be, that's a Friday, I'm assuming, because I think Halloween's I would, a Monday this yeah, year. Yeah, that seems likely. Um, no, that would make Halloween a Tuesday. I don't know when Halloween is. Yeah. So it looks like the main character here is uh, Josh Hutcherson, who, uh, to me, he's best known as um, Robert Duvall's good soccer-playing son from Kicking and Screaming, <laughs> if you recall that movie. But I think from oh, what I remember him from is just Hunger Games. Yeah, but but really, the Hunger Games was his big thing. Um but he was he was stuff. A, he was a little kid. That's what I'm saying. That movie, Kicking Screaming, he was like a six year old kid. I mean, even like other stuff after Hunger Games. Oh yeah, he's been a lot of things. Like what else was he in that I would know off the top of my head? Um, Looks familiar. Outside of Hunger Games, oh, was he in like TV shows at all? Probably, but now you're putting me on the spot and trying to recollect. That's why we've got four computers uh, in front of us. Yeah, but also Matthew Lillard is going to be Ooh. in it, so I like that. You know, veteran of of a, the horror franchise or horror genre, so. One of the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, he's in the Disaster Artist. There you go. <laughs> that was not what I was thinking. He's of. not in it. He's um, in Red Dawn. I feel like it was like a TV show or something that he was in outside of uh, this, RV, all that stuff. But yeah, you know what? Then maybe it was yeah, just it was the all, Hunger the Hunger, Games. all the Hunger Games stuff. Yeah, that's um, definitely it. Because I don't. The kids are right. That was that was a movie with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, see, here's television. Uh, he was in Future Man. Okay, yeah. None of these I know. Yeah. Well, he got to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. And he was in Punk'd, so... Uh, I can't believe Punk'd ran through 2012. Yeah, what? To me, that seems like that came out like wow, in on 9-11. In 2002, he was in ER, huh? That's... <laughs> he was just a young boy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is for people. Um, all right, well... It's for a lot of people. His name is Mike Schmidt oh. in the movie. As a famous, famous uh, baseball. baseball player, so very good. Oh, we're gonna get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with the dog's current collar or harness, and when you plug in promo code Tony, that is T O N Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. Um, I don't have anything. I've been watching you know, The Office. Tony, I watched a little bit of The Simpsons the other day. Oh, I haven't I seen that in years. Simpsons. Episode where they went on a cruise. Uh, it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing real. So whatever you guys have. I have one. Uh, and I've got four here, so. Let me start off here. I mean, I'm going to start off with uh, Rush Hour 2 because I watched Rush Hour like a month ago. 
Rush Hour 2 was there standing, staring me right in the face. We had talked about it last week, too. Um, yeah, it's not as good as the first one. Uh, I think when it came out first, when I saw it, when it first came out back in 2001, I'm like, oh, yeah, this topped the first one. But that's because I was a dumb kid. And that's how that worked. But I think the movie's got progressively worse. Yeah, I mean, Fair it's been a while good. since I've seen that one. <laughs> But yeah, it's on it's on HBO slash actually just Max now, yeah. Um, which I think is going to be a disaster. I already opened up the new app. It's got less categories and stuff. It's harder to find what you need. So I, I think haven't spent any a, time in it. It's a bad idea to do it. I mean, it looks mostly the same, but there's some things that are missing. Um, and then next, I'll go with a, a movie I saw in theaters. Uh, New release, a very small release. Uh, it's probably, it wasn't even at my local theater. I had to go to the block, which has 30 screens to go see this one. So I do have a little complaint there that uh, my local AMC, less screens, that they just use all their screens to show a million showings of Fast and Furious and Guardians of the Galaxy and still Super Mario still. Uh, and they're kind of ignoring these, these indie movies. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like that. So, uh, and the block has not redone their theater with the new style of seats. And it's uh, it's it's hard going back. It's like, what am I, an Angels game right now? What is this? <laughs> uh, the seats are tiny. I don't understand how people can deal is with that it. Is that the... Oh, wait. You're saying, oh, you're saying the block you went to. Yeah. So you're... Okay, your local theater. Okay, I thought you were saying oh. that's a theater you go to a lot. I'm like, you don't ever go to the block. No. So does, the block, the block anybody... has 30 screens, but they're like <clears throat> mostly all tiny ones, and they are in the old style of seats and... Um, just not as good, not a good, as good of experience, but yeah, the movie I watched is called Master Gardener, uh, is from Paul Schrader, who's like in his eighties now. He's best known for, uh, being a writer on a bunch of Scorsese movies, including Taxi Driver and, uh, Raging Bull. Uh, he's been making his own movies the entire time too. And, uh, the last few years he's made some really good critically acclaimed movies, um, First Reformed in the Card Counter from a couple years ago, I liked a lot. Um, this one is about a master gardener. A guy who works at a, a big estate with a giant garden and runs a staff and knows all the plants and stuff. So, I mean, Tony could be uh, interested. I would, in that. I, that would, Luke um, would definitely be interested. And in he's that. got a mysterious. You could write past. that off. Um, you don't know. You don't know what. What is he hiding? There's something a little off. Why is he just a single man uh, who's just very good at plants? Um, yeah, Sigourney Weaver plays the uh, the person who owns the estate, and uh, yeah, you get a bit of his backstory, and he it's a little bit of a thriller, a little bit of a romance. It's a it's an interesting movie. It, it's got a little weird dialogue, and I mean, Trader is a very weird guy. If you ever want to, you should just follow him on the internet in any way you can. He's very opinionated and talks a lot of shit about like the industry because um, he's like seen it all. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Very much. I like these these interesting movies about just uh, you know a man with a dark past who's really good at his job. That's kind of what a lot of his movies are about. So this guy looks like 006. Uh, yeah, the the star of the movie is Joel Edgerton, who's been in a million things. Uh, the movie Warrior I like a lot. Um, he's an Australian actor. Been in a lot of Australian movies. Um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, The Great Gatsby. Uh-huh. I think he was the, he's he was a- the main character, right? Jeremy Renner is like duplicate. I don't know. I don't know about that. But whoa, <laughs> he's a different. He's Australian, so that makes him different. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has a pet kangaroo. Yeah. 
But anyways, that is a uh, master gardener. So uh, look for that uh, streaming someday. Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's not out very much. Very good. Um, what's I left? Can, oh wait a minute. Oh, what? Um, I thought he was in the ring, but it was the thing. <laughs> yeah, but he was in the prequel to the thing. Um, yeah, I'll just go because it'll be quick because uh, I was I went for the turkey for our group here and I finally watched Air myself. I nice. uh, watched it on I believe Wednesday evening, uh, Amazon Prime, and uh, I liked it. I mean, I've uh, I thought it was really cool how it was like that whole thing. Like I, it actually, you know, movies like that always you know enlighten you too because I obviously had no idea that at that time Nike didn't even have any big. Uh, basketball players that I knew like Nike was popular then and but as a running shoe which made sense because I I know I've said this before and I'll say it again I knew that their first athlete to ever wear their shoe was Steve Prefontaine and he was the big runner in Oregon and uh, so I but I didn't realize that because obviously today you know it's like Nike's such a big basketball shoe that you would have thought like oh but you forget like when you think about all those old school 60s 70s street ball stuff you do think of like Converse shoes like high tops shit like that well, uh, I don't know if this is going back to our last episode, but did you see that Michael Jordan texted uh, Michael Block there because he was wearing Jordan golf shoes? Oh, really? Yeah. So he texted him, hey, and I saw you. He's like, that was, that's ridiculous getting a text from Michael. I Jordan. know. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. It's also ridiculous to think that if you're that high of person, you could just be like, what's this guy's number? And you can have it within fucking who knows how quick. Let me get my team on it. But uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, cool. A great movie, I thought. And then, uh, it was, uh, but yeah, pretty cool to think that, you know, he did take that trance cause obviously he knew it's like, Hey, Michael Jordan's going to be good. But it was like at that time in life, you don't know he's going to end up being, you know, what people say is the best basketball player to ever play. And then I thought what was even better with that too, is that, uh, his mother is what helped him make, you know, obviously millions of dollars because she added the little thing at the end of it when they accepted the deal and said, but you know, he want he's going to get you know, you know, percentage of what he sell of what that shoe sells. And they did it. And it's pretty funny because I liked that end part where, you know, Ben Affleck, Phil Knight is in his office and he's like, yeah, what, what's this guy going to do? He's a kid. What's he going to sell? Maybe $3 million worth. And then it shows that that year, those Air Jordans sold 165 million. It's pretty, or around that pretty, pretty crazy. And then obviously from there, it's, you know, the rest is history. But uh, it's kind of crazy to think like that. Uh, and those guys, it's uh, Phil Knight and then the guy that Matt Damon played, it's still alive. Pretty crazy. 83 and 82 years old, I think I saw. Something like that. I know early early 80s. So good for them. And I saw now Phil Knight's worth like almost $50 billion. I mean, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. But he also kind of looks like Alfred. Like, they bought one of those companies, right? They, they uh, bought Converse. Converse. Yeah. In like 2004 yeah, or something. Like, that's hilarious that they were. Yeah. Competing against them. And that, that you see stuff like that, though. I feel like that stuff happens. But, uh, yeah, so I saw, finally saw Air. And then, other than that, yeah, I don't think I've, uh, I don't think I watched anything else. I know I've watched a couple little Simpsons episodes again, but nothing back. I'm kind of back on that kick. Kind of got the TV to myself again in the evenings because my, my roommate, who I used to, would watch TV with, uh, now is doing, uh, some flight school stuff. So he's actually, on a get up early schedule like the rest of us now. So I find myself watching TV alone at night, which I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy my, my alone time at night to watch some, what I want to watch. Don't we all? The Simpsons porn. <laughs> I'm joking. Just the Simpsons. 
but it might be Simpsons porn. You never know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking again. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's all I've been watching. All right. Well, well I got <laughs> I got two here, and uh, yeah, I watched another movie in theaters this week. Uh, double feature at the block because I was going there. Why not see two? Uh, so the other movie I saw, similar to Air, a business movie, uh, BlackBerry. So this is the story of Research in Motion, the company that created the BlackBerry and their uh, rise and fall. Um, pretty recent, I'd say, rise and fall. Like, it, it wasn't that long ago. Um, this movie was incredible. This was such a good time. Uh, I liked it a lot more than Air, and I liked Air uh, quite a bit. Um, it was just, like, hilarious from the start. Uh, it's starring Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Jay Baruchel. So uh, Howerton's playing like the business guy, the uh, the Steve Ballmer type, if you will, uh, with Baruchel playing the tech guy who's the founder and just can't can't really run the business, can't figure it out. So he has to go out and hire uh, like a manager who really knows what he's doing. Um, and in the, the movie, I, I like that it, the way it's structured is it's three years, three different years, different points in time. Um, so not just over three years, but three different points in time, kind of showing the different, you know, steps of, of the company and, uh, you know, from its beginning to its success and to the beginning of, it, of its downfall there. Um, and it's, it's shot kind of like the office, like a, like a, a mockumentary type thing. Um, a lot of like camera movements and zoom, zoom in on people, uh, kind of getting, you know, those, those classic gym reaction shots of like, Something weird happened. Let's zoom in on this person's reaction to it, uh, which which was weird, but it really works. And um, I, this is just the type of movie that's like f- exactly for me. So many references to things in the '90s, but also really like nerdy stuff, tech stuff. Um, like I think anyone would would enjoy this, but it's like really a lot of the stuff was like specifically for me. Like there's even one of the characters even tells a group of like the new hires that. He's sort of like Sam Rockwell in the Ninja Turtles movie, which is like a reference only for me to get. Um, I've watched that movie so many times, and it's like, yeah, he kind of is. I get that. Um, and yeah, just references to computer games and uh, movies that that I like that aren't the most popular movies. And um, but yeah, just yeah, if you like Always Sunny, you will definitely enjoy the Glenn Howerton performance. It's like uh, you know the the episode where he goes back to work. And uh, has to go to the the real estate firm or whatever they're doing. Um, he wears one of the shirts with the with the white collars, and I'm like, yep, this is this is good stuff here. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely one of the best movies I've watched this year. I mean, easily top five, maybe maybe up there, maybe the best. I don't know, but I just I had a great time, and the whole audience had a great time. This was um, the most an audience has laughed in a movie since the pandemic for me that it was like i mean it wasn't even all the way full but it was just almost the, the entire first hour is just very funny well, that um, begs the question for me then what movie have you been at because you're a big big movie goer what movie have you been to where you would say there was the most laughter collectively as an audience uh i know seeing like <clears throat> i saw like forgetting sir marshall like opening night on a friday night that was a oh. big one um that i can remember um because, I mean, there's a ton of funny movies I've seen, but I usually go to the movies in the day or something. But that's true. when you get, like, that big crowd and people are ready well, for that's it. Well, that's what made me think of uh-huh. it because I think the rowdiest crowd I've ever been a part of was the midnight showing of The Simpsons. Yeah. 
because I remember that was the first time I've seen, there was multiple beach balls <laughs> going on. And it was like, this is golf. <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a fun time. And then it was like the crowd screaming and stuff yeah. as it's like, as it goes dark and like, yeah, I kind of miss that. I, yeah. I think those days are done. I feel bad for no, people like, today. I, I told you how I, I went to that. Uh, I went to Cocaine Bear on 10 o'clock on a Friday. And okay. I had like six beers beforehand. Yeah. And the crowd was super ready. And the movie just wasn't that good. Where that that would if that movie was really brought it, that would have been great. Um, the other thing is like so much of this humor is stuff that's like for nerds that, like I said, I think a, a person who isn't into that would still laugh at this movie, but like wouldn't get as much out of it. So I don't think it'd be that same type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for what it was, and, it, and that maybe helps that these kind of shitty little theaters at the block that it was smaller. It wasn't. It was maybe you know. 20 people in a 40 seat capacity rather than 20 people in a 80 seat capacity might, might not work as well, but, um, yeah, a whole lot of fun. And, um, yeah, as always with these types of movies, I always go look up, okay, what's the real story here? And they always mess around with the, the stuff a bit. Uh, the thing that I was kind of wondering about is, um, the movie kind of says that like the iPhone killed the Blackberry. And I was like, I don't think that's completely correct. And I kind of looked it up and it's like actually the Blackberry's peak was actually like the year 2011. So like years after the iPhone was released. Um, but yeah, what really killed the Blackberry is they didn't innovate after, after the iPhone came out. They really didn't innovate. Uh, it took them a while to put out a touchscreen phone. They were so committed to the, to the keyboard. Um, but yeah, what killed them more than the iPhone was that Android came out a few years later and they were just like not prepared for basically Apple and the Android to take up the entire market. Um, they had that phone that the whole thing you could click, right? Yeah. So they, they, that's part of this movie here. And it's funny, like coming up with the justification for that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is great. This is, this will be a lot of fun when it's out somewhere for people to watch. This is already like hard the, to find in theaters. Um, the Canadian government like paid for the entire production of this movie. They did uh, either of you ever have a BlackBerry? No, no. I did. I had one in a. I want to say after high school. I want to say like maybe two thousand. No, I really don't know when I had a BlackBerry. Like I said that their peak their peak usership was like two thousand eleven. So not their peak market share. Their peak usership because like the mark the market of smartphones are. I'm trying to remember where I lived. Um, so I the had one an thing iPhone I do one so 2007 I had an iPhone. I know my senior year of high school which was 2009 I had the Voyager, and I want to say the BlackBerry I got I can't remember if I got the BlackBerry after that or before I must have gotten it after though because that would make sense if it was popular in 2011 maybe I got it like 2010. So I think one of the reasons it stayed popular was with business you, and you know what? types. So I'm I would be surprised if you had one in 2011 honestly. Yeah. Um, but no, that, maybe that, you did. That might have been the time I got might have been the time I got the iPhone. Because what I'm trying to remember is I had the little the ball on it, and it eventually got to the point where it was getting it got stuck. But I yeah. think the reason why it would get stuck is because I would have it in my pocket while I was making like the onion rings and zucchinis and stuff at my family's restaurant, and that was like the batter and then the flour and stuff. And then you'd reach in your hand in your pocket to grab your phone out, and then I think that stuff would get into like the ball at some point, and then it just fucked it up. So. When I was working there, the most would have been around that. So I feel like 2000, maybe late 2009 or early 2010 is when I had the BlackBerry. Now that I think about it more, I definitely had it like towards the end of 2009 and then 2010. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just go with that. 
All right, is that uh, all the movies we've watched? Uh, no, so I, I'm just going to, this will be quick, but oh. watching the movie, it, it reminded me of the Steve Jobs uh, movie that came out a few Which years one? ago. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the good one, the the one that's Aaron Sorkin and Danny Boyle with Fastbender. Okay. Um, yeah, so that one, that one did something very similar. Where that entire movie is just three press conferences yeah, and launch, basically launching, launching uh, uh, Lisa. You know, it was launching the a first Mac, um, his like next computer, which wasn't even real, and then what, launching the, the the first iMac when they came back. So Isn't one of his nothing about iPhone. Lisa. Yeah, that's part of it, but that was launched okay. the year before the movie starts. Ah, uh, but they mentioned that. Yes, because okay. that's that's his daughter's name, yes, and he also yes, denied yes. that that was his daughter and all this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it did it did a similar thing where it's like rather than doing a standard biopic, it's like we'll just th- pick three points in time. Um, and so I went back and watched that again um, for the first time since it came out, and it's it's a great movie. Um, Aaron Sorkin's script one of one of the greats. Um, it's the last time he just wrote a script. He's been directing his own movies now. Um, yeah, and it's got Michael Fassbender and uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Jeff Daniels, Kate Winslet. Just a great cast, great writer, great director, and yeah, really, really good movie. Um, yeah, and one of the reasons is that the iPhone announcement is part of BlackBerry, but the iPhone announcement is not part of the Steve Jobs movie. So I was like, oh, it'll be kind of like watching a prequel to that in a way. But, um, yeah, yeah, so very good. That movie, if you haven't seen it, um, I think a lot of people watched that Ashton Kutcher one because it came out first. Yeah, and a Fastbender one is better. Yeah. All right, um, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 325 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off Road Blackberry Andy. Goodbye. And Tony Katz. Yes, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later.